Well, hello, my dearest colleagues and members of the Chinese Language Division of the American Translators Association. Thank you for tuning in for another fantastic episode of our division podcast. The last time we were together, I had Mr. Joe Celine on air, and Joe was kindly sharing with us a preview of his awesome two-part presentation during the ATA 63rd Annual Conference in Los Angeles. Which now, wow, seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? It feels that way because every day during the conference, things were happening so fast-paced,、um, and for us, from the sessions and the socials in between, the dinners, the parties, and breakfast at seven o'clock in the morning, our days were packed so full to the brim that a lot of us probably didn't even get enough sleep. And simply because there just didn't seem to be enough hours in the day for us to do everything we wanted. However, I think we can all agree on one thing: as physically exhausting as may be, everybody felt a bit sentimental when it was time to leave. But you know what? Today's goodbye is tomorrow's hello. We'll always have the next conference in Miami, Florida, to look forward to. And in the meantime, we're able to slow down, to take time, and digest and internalize the wealth of information that we received during the conference. Whether it be a new skill to master, an inspiring idea to act upon, a colleague to stay connected with, or a smart strategy to adopt, the conference is a great way to set and revise our professional to-do list. And as we constantly checking off and adding new items to that list, we are bound to continuously grow both professionally and personally. I would like to take this opportunity, on behalf of the entire Chinese language division, to give a shout out to the conference organizer, Miss Veronica de Michelis, the president-elect of the ATA, as well as her team. You guys threw the best party. I cannot even begin to fathom the complexity of organizing such an event, and the most amazing thing is that no matter which career stage one is in, newcomers or old timers, everybody leaves the conference feeling inspired and empowered. It's probably not hard to imagine the number of ways this conference experience could be helpful to newcomers, but if you're also wondering, just like I am, what an established interpreter think of her first time conference attending experience, wonder no more, because we are about to find out from our very own Miss Barbara Homely. Barbara is a LA-based professional freelance conference interpreter working between English and Chinese. She is also a court-certified interpreter in the state of California. Since Barbara entered the profession nearly twenty years ago, she has served a variety of clients in the areas of finance, banking, technology, energy, and etc. Uh, Barbara also provided court interpreting service to several high-profile trials, both in criminal and in civil. 
Oh,、uh, one more thing. Barbara is a published author. Well, there is more on that to come, so don't go away. Stay tuned. Hi, Barbara. I am glad you are able to join us today. Hi, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me. It has been great meeting you at the ATA conference. Yes, I was also just going to bring up the fact that, you know, finally meeting you at the conference is fantastic. I've always heard of your name, but being able to spend some time to chit chat with you、uh, and talk about the things that are happening in our profession is truly great. In fact, you know, I wanted to just chat with you a little bit about that conference experience. So you've got nearly, I would say, two decades worth of interpreting and translation experience under your belt,、uh, whether it be high-level international conferences, community events, or、uh, court hearings. You've done it all, and obviously, you're still doing it. I'm sure you've have. Grown and nurtured many of your own what we call direct clients.、Um, so, what I'm really curious about is that, given these many years you are in this profession and how well you're doing, how come this is only your first time attending the conference? Um, that's a very good question. Thank you for asking, Jesse. At at the conference, I'm. Run into one of the assigning officers from the Office of Language Services with the State Department, and then he asked me. He said, "Huh, I just felt it's a little unusual, given Barbara. This is your first time attending this conference." I said, "Yes,、uh, I think the reason for that and、uh, was、um, I had、uh, some like myths. I would say there are two or three of them. The first one was."、Uh, I used to think that ATA conference or ATA is an organization for translators only. My focus is more on the interpretation side,、mm-hmm. and maybe translation only makes up about thirty percent of what I do.、Mm-hmm. So、that was the first reason. The second reason was that I have heard certifications given by the ATA. Mm-hmm. And then my thinking was that I I graduated from Monterey with an、uh, advanced degree in translation and interpretation, and also I'm certified by the State Court of California by the、mm-hmm. Judicial Council in both languages. Do I really need a certification from ATA?、Mm-hmm. So I hesitated quite a lot.、Mm-hmm. And the third reason is probably associated with the cost and also time. I heard that.、Um, Like AT, ATA conferences are usually three to four days,、right. and then they are not always held in Los Angeles like this time.、Mm-hmm. So you need to set aside about five days, right, for this conference. Then you need to fly over there, plus the the accommodation, food, and also the conference fees itself. Right, and then it's a, quite a, a expense item for me.、Sure. So I mean, for most people. Right. So I was wondering, should I spend、uh, those several days of my time、uh, taking assignments, or should I set aside that time to、uh, to go to the the conference? So those are the, the three things I was hesitating、mm-hmm. about joining this organization and going to the annual conferences. So、uh, now I think those three、uh, are, are terrible misperceptions. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm glad. I'm really glad that you're able to come to the conference this time. So, what actually changed it for you? What um made you think that maybe this is a good time for you to attend this conference? I know you previously mentioned that this is in LA or this was in LA, and you are also based in Los Angeles. So, I think the logistics made it easier. Uh, of course, there's not as much cost also associated with attending. But was that the only reason why you decided to give it a try? Yeah, that is one of the major reasons,、mm-hmm. and the the other reason is purely out of curiosity, because in the past, like I mentioned just now. And I I thought this was for translators only, and、mm-hmm. then I'm an interpreter, so it probably doesn't have a lot to do with me.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, um, earlier this year, I I worked with Aaron、mm-hmm. when we worked together. He talked about、uh, many good things about ATA, and then、uh, the second trigger I would say was、uh, through talking to Ronnie Gao. At end of our assignments that we did together,、mm-hmm. he sent me an email and he said,、uh, "Barbara, if you like, the ATA conference this year will be held in Los Angeles."、Mm-hmm. Then I said, "Wow, well, that'll be a great opportunity. I mean, this is、uh, close to home.、Mm-hmm. At least I can save some." Airfare and also hotel money, right? Right, right. So after he sent me that email, which he turned out to be a very good thing, very kind of him, and then I got online and then I immediately signed up. Okay, very good. I'm glad you did that. The following question I have is: as a very experienced and accomplished interpreter, I imagine your takeaways from the conference experience is. Very different from someone, say, who are either entering the profession or are quite new at this.、Um, so I want to just maybe ask you、uh, on that front a little bit, like what stuck with you the most, and what do you think will be the most helpful to you, either personally or professionally? That is another great question. I feel a lot of warmth from the Chinese language division. And then I would say the thing that struck me the most was the networking opportunity, and I was blown away by the large turnout at this conference. It's beyond my imagination,、mm-hmm. and I especially liked the、uh, exhibition. In that huge hall,、mm-hmm. you get to meet the people from the State Department, the people from the Department of U.S. Immigration Service, Homeland Securities,、uh, and also you get to meet a variety of the major translation and interpretation agencies、mm-hmm. in that in that area.、Mm-hmm. So, to me, this、uh, conference serves as a wonderful platform where you can. Network with people. You can meet with the agencies. You meet other fellow interpreters, and then you don't know who you you might be running into. That's so amazing to me. That's beyond my wildest imagination. I could say I'm、um, I'm very happy with that one. That's my first thing. The second thing is that I found the Chinese language division a. Uh, organization with、uh, crouching tigers and hidden、uh, dragons. So, and Li Ming's presentation on the financial、uh, subject just blew me away. I went to her session, 
I was immediately attracted to her presentation.、Mm-hmm. I learned a lot because for a period of ten years, I interpreted for several、uh, bankers from China.、Mm-hmm. So the financial terms and the financial concepts are always very challenging to all of the interpreters. And Li Ming was able to explain everything in layman terms. I just loved her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.、Mm-hmm. Um. Wow, that was very nice to hear such positive outcome of your first conference attending experience. You know what? I actually also remember seeing you dragging a little、uh, cart full of books, and you were headed to the book podcast and blog fair event at the conference. How was that like? I mean, it's not something very common, right, on the first time attendees to do list. But not only you made it to your first conference, you also went to that particular event. What was that experience like? It was so wonderful. When I signed up, I did not know there was an opportunity to promote your book if you are a author. <laughs> well. It, it... I was able to sell close to ten copies.、Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sales is one thing, but the opportunity of talking to people and sharing my experience and sharing this book journey is important.、Uh, I think that's very meaningful.、Um, nice. Yes. Yeah. I did some preparation. I brought、uh, some posters and I used a cart. To pull the books there, I did not sell、uh, as many copies as I expected,、uh-huh. but it was a really great experience. And when you tell people how this book came about,、yes. and that makes me feel good, I, I really liked it. That's fantastic. Now, for our listeners, Barbara has written a book, and this book is called "Lost in Interpretation." I know we're running a bit short on time, but I want to really ask you: Why did you write this book? What was your reason? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for that question.、Uh, I have always wanted to write a book about the difference between Chinese culture and the U.S. culture. For someone whose first language is Chinese, to write that book in English、uh, sounds like a very daunting task.、Mm-hmm. So for many years, that idea was in the back of my mind. Until one day, when I interpreted on this case in the downtown Los Angeles,、mm-hmm. a Chinese、um, exchange student at USC was beaten to death by five Hispanic teenagers. And it was a heartbreaking story.、Oh, the story、no. shocked the Chinese community, including those back in China and、mm. and right here.、Mm. If the listeners are interested, you can Google. His name is Ji Xinran. When I interpreted at that、um, preliminary hearing, a、uh, prosecutor, in his opening remarks, said some words that just stuck with me even until today.、Mm-hmm. He said. We do not know how the Chinese parents raise their son, and this is the only child, the only grandson to his four grandparents.、Mm-hmm. He never called the police. He could have saved his own life by calling the police. So this story reminded me about some very negative remarks about the Chinese. Many in America say the Chinese are very secretive. Also, I feel that my language interpretation helped a lot of cases in the courtrooms. 
but I think the the culture behind the language sometimes got lost. Many times the judges will ask me, why did the Chinese defendant do this instead of doing that? Mm-hmm. So they asked me a lot of questions. So this book, uh, about nine months in its making, mm-hmm. uh, is actually a collection of all of my answers to the questions asked of me by the judges and also attorneys and also uh, prosecutors and uh, everyone uh, during this uh, about two decades of interpretation career. Through writing this book, I did a lot of research mm-hmm. on myself. So I combined everything together with my personal experiences. This is uh, something I'm very proud of. I hope you will get an opportunity to read it and uh, enjoy it as much as I did. Well, thank you you so much for sharing with us your conference experience and also the story behind your book. And I think a lot of us will really find it enjoyable as we read the book. Thank you very much, Barbara. I will say goodbye now. And I hope to see you in the 2023 uh, ATA conference in Miami, Florida. Yes, yes, I'll be there. Definitely. Thank you, Barbara. Bye. You're welcome. Bye.